You're listening to A Cup of Tea with an Englishman in San Diego, a weekly podcast covering all the news and nonsense from the past seven days from San Diego Comic-Con. This is Season 2, Episode 18, recorded on the 1st of March 2015, the Sunday following the opening of the Early Bird Hotel Sale. Hosted by myself, Leonard Sultana, and featuring guests Alyssa Franks from Friends of CCI.com Forum and Kate and Eileen from All Geek to Me Radio Podcast. the 1st of March 2015, it's 128 days to San Diego Comic-Con, 18 weeks to go. I have no idea how your savings account's going at the moment, but <laughs> mine is way behind, I tell you. Uh, this is a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. My name's Leonard Sultana. Thank you very much indeed for joining us this Sunday. I have my cup of tea this week. I didn't have my cup of tea last week. I felt so lost. It was untrue. I just, ah. Oh. Really need this because it's just it's it's turning into those the weekends are just really starting to mess with my head, especially as we get uh, when I think it's going to be a nice quiet week where we're just going to just nicely do the the seven days. Next thing you know, we get some more Comic Con news and everything just gets back up in the air again. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. If you're watching on Google Plus, uh, as always, the Q and A is well and truly open. Do jump in. Let us know where you're watching from. Because it is Comic Con International, after all. Uh, we've already got one or two people uh, jumping in. Janine is uh, tuning in from uh, Southern California. Karma Savage is uh, joining us from Atlanta, Georgia, and Ian O'Hara is uh, joining us as well. He hasn't said where he's from. You know what? I'm not too sure where Ian's from. So yeah, jump in and let us know. Um, and of course, we are going to be talking hotels uh, because we had the early bird uh, hotel sale open this week so do jump in with your recommendations and where you've stayed your stories of uh, hotels in san diego for comic-con we have ourselves a couple of guests uh, i'd like to make a couple of quick apologies um i did hype last week that we were going to have a very special guest that was going to be kelly sue DeConnick. Uh, unfortunately, however, um, she's had a bit of conflict with her timetable and she's unable to join us. However, she has said that she would be willing to join us on a later hangout. Fingers crossed, so do keep your eyes open on that one. Likewise as well with Megan Gotch, who um, agreed to join us kind of last minute, but um, she's got a little bit of a, f a, f a frog in her throat, a bit of a croaky, uh, croaky voice at the moment, uh, and it's her birthday tomorrow. So she is wanting to be nicely um, in full form for her birthday celebrations. And I'm certain all of us would like to wish Megan, happy birthday tomorrow. Uh, have a great day. Okay. So our guest today, we have ourselves um, my regular partner in crime, Alyssa uh, from the Friends of CCI.com forum. Hello, Alyssa. How are you? I am well. Oh, my. What a week. What a week. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad sale. Uh, re fallout has been an issue, you know, has been talked about. Uh, the rehashing classic on-site registration, random pick versus first come, first serve, of course, is resurfaced. Um, but 
be that as it may, there doesn't seem like there was that many problems with badge sale. So, but the people that have come up with issues have been emailing CCI, and it seems like they're, they're working it through. The pro-reg people were regged <laughs> this week. <laughs> so they seem to be happy by and large, and from what I heard, there was... Uh, still paid badges available a couple of days ago um, at the end of the, the sale. So, you know, who knows? That I'm Take that with a grain of salt. Um, the other thing that we are just getting together is hotels. Lots of work behind the scene for hotels. Um, we are going to be doing a spreadsheet again. We're going to be opening up an area to do a hotel swap. And um, I'm also one other thing I'm introducing on the forum this week is to for all of the existing groups for sales, I'm opening up an area specifically for those groups so they can maintain a friendship and communication throughout the hotel sale, throughout the exclusives, maybe go to New York Comic Con. Try and get them to to the other cons to to, to maintain that friendship. I so, think it is all it's all about communication at the end of the day, and I know yeah. that the the forum is a uh, um it always works um to make open up those lines of communication. So yeah, but hotel sales we're full into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean we're a couple of weeks away if we're going to um, follow the. The, the the tip from um, our friends at the uh, unofficial Comic Con blog, uh, they've been hearing that it's going to be on the 24th. That's on the same day that the early bird hotel sale actually ends. So we'll be uh, covering that in a second. Um, we also have ourselves two new people who have not joined us on the Hangout before, so this is going to be exciting. Um, and they're kind of going to double team us as well because they have their own Hangout. <laughs> uh, so we've got two people from the, the same hangout. Um, I am a massive fan of this hangout as well, of this uh, podcast. It's the All Geek to Me uh, podcast. Um, I would follow them on Twitter as well because they always tweet out some uh, really good stuff as well. We have ourselves, Eileen. Hi guys. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to click I'm going to click on the right face so at least then people can see uh, the right face <laughs> and the right name. So yes, this is Eileen. Hello, Eileen. Hello. And we have ourselves, Kate. Hello, Kate. Hi. <laughs> um, I, I suppose we'd best start with um, just introducing yourself. Who's going to be the spokesperson for All Geek to Me? Who's going to be? Who's going to be <laughs> That's a very good question. That is a great question. Um, I guess I guess I could do that. Go for um, it. So we are based on the East Coast. Em's based uh, near New York, and I'm based near Philadelphia. And we've been doing our podcast for about a year and a half, and we talk all things geek. So TV, film, comics, sometimes music, sometimes Broadway. Depends on what we're in the mood to talk about. And um, we frequent New York Comic Con. This year will be our fifth year at New York Comic Con, and then mm -hmm. this will be the third year that we'll be at Philadelphia Comic Con. Wow. Is that where you met? Is that where you've kind of, like, you, you teamed up? We actually no, met. No, no, we were mutual friends. Peter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and going to actually we met at a concert the first time, and then uh, yes. the second time we were going to see a Broadway show together, and yeah, so it was really theater that brought us together. Yeah, and then we just became giant dorks together. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you, you called my inner elf sassy and bitter, and then we were best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, like I say, I, I have followed the, the, the podcast, uh, and I do know that you're really big into uh, your television stuff. Is there anything that you do feel that, between the pair of you, you do kind of concentrate on separately, or what, what kind of things attract you when it comes to your, your geek interests? Uh, I do a lot of comics. Um, every Wednesday I'm at the comic book shop picking up my comics. Um, I'm also big into the TV. We're both big into the TV. It's mostly a TV comics type thing. But, you know, the Marvel films, I'm there midnight every Thursday for the show. <laughs> Much to the annoyance of the people who have to go with me. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, we're kind of the, that's why we decided to do the podcast is because we're kind of the same where our geek lies. So right, but we're both we really into comics. We're both really into the comic book, TV, and the MCU. So I'm I'm really curious as to what you do, Kate, because I'm looking at behind you and I'm and seeing heads. lots of, lots of uh, dummy <laughs> heads behind yeah. you, and it is looking the heads behind me, yeah. It is looking slightly serial killer. <laughs> I'm just wondering yeah, if you Yeah, well, I mean, Hannibal is one of my favorite TV shows. <laughs> uh, no, I am. I do wigs and wardrobe at a theater company in Philadelphia. Excellent. So it's one ten now, our time, and at one thirty we have our half-hour call, and then at 2 o'clock we're going to have our final show of the show that we're putting up right now. We're closing it today. Yes, I, I have been warned that you may be uh, disappearing at some point. So, <laughs> I uh, may disappear, I yeah. <laughs> I, I apologize in advance. And, and what, what's, what do you do, um, Eileen? As uh, a... I work for a talent agency in New York. I do their on-talent casting. So basically, if there's an audition happening out in L.A., but our clients are in New York, they come into me, I read with them, put them on tape, edit it, package it, send it out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is uh, all very creative. I I I, I know I, pre- I I'm a DJ. I press play for a living. It's not the same thing. It's that's it's, still uh, cool. Yeah. You, uh, well, um, my, if my, you ask any of my audience, I think they disagree with you. But hey, <laughs> we go with that. Leonard, you're what we call fun. <laughs> I my background is theatrical lighting, so I. <laughs> And you're surrounded by stage people, Leonard. I am just a jumped up iPod when it comes to this particular hangout. <laughs> not fair. Okay, well, we will obviously uh, we'll be talking um, some of the big uh, television news that happened this mm-hmm. week as well. But um, what we are going to be looking forward uh, for from our audience, if you're watching live, and we've got a fair number of viewers. Thank you very much indeed for joining us is all about um, hotels. Um, when it comes to um, the early bird sale that um, opened this week, it opened up on uh, Wednesday, on the, uh, the 24th of uh, February. Um, these were 10 hotels that are situated um, in Mission Valley, and uh, it's Mission Valley and the other Do, area. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Um, yes, um, these are hotels that are open for bookings from the Friday before Comic Con all the way through to I think the Wednesday or Thursday, the week after Comic Con. So yeah. it's um, a nicely discounted um, hotel rate, 
Um, at the moment, I have done a little bit of checking on availability, and as far as I can tell, um, if you are wanting to go into San Diego for uh, the 4th of July celebrations, and you're thinking of booking any of these 10, there's only two of them that are actually available, which are the, which is the Crown Plaza and the Sheraton Hotel Marina, which is either down to the hotels themselves, keeping those um, hotels to one side for the 4th of July, or people who have booked in nice and early because they want to enjoy 4th of July in San Diego, which is one hell of a party, whether it goes right or whether it goes wrong. I wish I was in San Diego for when they had that calamitous fireworks display, when they had the entire fireworks go up in one go. <laughs> even, even, if, even if that happened, I would be happy, because that looked like one hell of a thing to happen. Um, do jump in on the Q&As. Let us know where you've stayed in San Diego, if you've been to Comic-Con before, and let's see if we can get some recommendations. Um, Alyssa, um, obviously you've uh, been to uh, Comic-Con a number of times. Um, do you go in for the hotels or, I mean, are you a, a, a condo sharer? What, what's, what do you do? Um, I have never, I stayed in Mission Valley my first year. I had a car um, because I'm, I'm of that age that really wants to have a car uh, to go places. And I was there for the entire week. So I took the trolley in and I was in a non Con Hotel. That was okay. Um, the trolley, the, I parked in, uh, the big stadium that's gonna be taken up by the new kids on the, uh, excuse me, One Direction. <laughs> new kids. <laughs> the new kids on the direction, yes. Yeah. That's what we're, that's what we're christening them now. <laughs> the new new kids on the block. <laughs> exactly. So I, I have stayed out there, and it's a nice area, and it certainly is great if you're, you know, that's the vibe you want. I personally am staying in Chula Vista. I've got a condo that I booked. Um, apparently, my condo has a koi pond and an emu. An emu pen. Emu pen. That's amazing. Yes, and it's in a. I don't know how I lucked into this, but it's it's under a grand for for eight days, and for me and my son, it's a one bedroom apartment with a washing machine. So I I heartily recommend, as you guys um, were saying earlier about New York Con, uh, going for the apartments. Um, That said, there are a lot of people who are really keen into the hotel sale on the 24th and trying to stay downtown. Um, I've got one person, a fabulous technical person on the forum named Joe Pare, who is hands down getting us prepared for the quick fill out of that hotel form. I've stayed down. I've stayed downtown once. Um, I stayed at the Hilton Gaslamp, and um, I just found. I mean, it was it was expensive uh, for me. I felt, but um, I just felt that um, for the length of time that I was actually staying inside the hotel, considering that you're you're spending most of your time at the con, and I was also doing the whole H thing. So one of the nights I was camping out. So we actually. It's it's a it's a bit um it's difficult to kind of weigh the pros and cons of 
staying at a, a downtown hotel. I mean, we, for example, we've got uh, Janine Lacaro, who's a regular uh, viewer. Thank you very much, Janine, for joining us. This year, I'll be trying for the Hard Rock. I want to see if it's true that you can run into celebs at the elevator and hallways. <laughs> Which is tempting. The way of staying downtown is that you can drop your bags off. Say you bought a bunch of trade bu- paperback books or a mm-hmm. bunch of books or products. You know, you can drop them off in the middle part of the day and still go back. You know, go, yeah. go have a, a nap and go back to the con. If you're 10 miles out, that's hard. That's a lot of but the reason why we started doing the apartment thing. Was yeah. The apartment that we got this past year was like seven blocks from the convention center <clears throat> because we not only were we going to be shopping, but we were cosplaying. So we were not Are you cosplayers taking the as well? chance that we, yeah, yeah. we do. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we, were we were not taking the chance that it like, <laughs> this what year we did year? the women... Women we did the Firefly. Women of Firefly, and then we did um, Marvel. Sharon Carter, Peggy Carter, and Lady Sif, the friend of ours. Joined us. And, and then, then I you did, did Wonder World Woman, and I did Wonder Hannibal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've yeah, got and to I did them. Hannibal Lecter from NBC's Hannibal. You've got to tweet those pictures out now, <laughs> so we can see, so see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah, but we we really decided that. We we decided that if we were cosplaying, we if we hit like two o'clock in the afternoon and we were done, like we had to get a wig off, we're close yes. enough to our apartment Dude, that we could go yeah. and change and come back to the con. So it's so worth it to do that. To have some no, it, it makes it makes sense. Uh, we've got Michael Leventhal who's turning around saying he's wanting any downtown hotel, but would prefer the Omni. Um, I mean, I keep, I do keep hearing reviews of um, San Diego hotels. The Hard Rock, I've been told, is really good if you are under the age of 25 <laughs> and, 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 can, and can deal with late nights and nightclubs. Which none on, of us are. <laughs> yeah, and nightclubs on four floors with sound bleeding through the walls. But, oh. you know, if you're, oh. if, you're, if you're a night owl, then... I'm sorry, I like my sleep. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Me I, I, too. Yeah, I've heard good things about the Omni, but um, definitely a Comic Con. Absolutely. Um, we've got ourselves Gary Quigley, uh, who's uh, watching. Two years ago, I stayed at the Courtyard Marriott in downtown. It was a fantastic hotel, and would recommend it. Last year, I stayed at the World Mark near Balboa Park. Never even heard of this one. Uh, <laughs> it's about a twenty minutes walk from the convention, but despite this, it was cheap and did the job. And I think that's what people are trying to do that balance between right. spending money at the con uh, against actually the, the the hotel. I mean, when uh, is it just yourselves that share the um, apartment for New York? Um, uh, we have a friend who us and one other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was three. It of was us supposed to be four, and then it wound up just being three of us, which was fine. And the apartment was it was. Build as a studio, but it was it basically a one bedrooms. bedroom, and it had two queen beds in it and a bathroom. We didn't have a washer and dryer, but we had a full kitchenette if we wanted to use it, and a fridge. Mm-hmm. And we pretty much exploded all over the place because nine costumes between three girls, as well as just regular stuff and, and everything we bought. Oh my lord! 
Yeah. I can. I, I mean, I can only. I can only. We, I mean, the night play room looks like <laughs> but nine costumes. I can you imagine. have no idea. I had. I had to take three wigs with me, and they were all on heads. In and then I had nine costumes, and I had to bring everything from Philadelphia up to New York. Thankfully, the friend that stayed with us drove. So we had a but car it was, that was they were everywhere. The wigs were on top of the refrigerator, and there was stuff everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the, I, I've, just to go through my kind of history with staying in hotels at comms, uh, the first year I stayed at the Holiday Inn Express up on uh, First, which is, I believe, now Four Points by Sheraton. Um, and it was, I think we organized it because we had some points, uh, that my wife, um, kind of like organized to bring the price down. But then in 2011, we stayed downtown Hilton Gasland. Um, at which point, like I say, I think we just decided that, um, it was just a little bit too expensive. And by that point as well, we'd also made some really good friends. So we did the con, we've, from, from then, we've done mm-hmm. the condo sharing thing. Um, and like I say, the, the, the apartments, um, sharing mm-hmm. thing. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I, I actually prefer it because you're then really bonding with fellow con attendees and really kind of like coming together as a, a as a group, as a, as a, a collective. And, um, we're doing it again this year. We've got ourselves, uh, the condo all sorted out. So. I won't be going in for the hotel apocalypse <laughs> as it is uh, christened. Um, but um, I, I, it's something I recommend, especially if you've been going before and you've got a number of friends uh, yes. that you've made at uh, con buddies at, uh, yes. at cons. Con buddies are the best. Yeah. Absolutely. We've met a lot of con buddies through cosplay, actually, because yeah. they'll be cosplaying something that is part of our group, and then we just hang out for the day. Mm-hmm. Going around together, it's a lot of fun. We, we did a cosplay special um, a couple of weeks back, and yeah, it, yeah. Did seem, it did seem that it was, it was a very <laughs> strong community when it comes to yeah, uh, a very, cosplay. Very, so. yeah. Well, there's no other way to find people who like what you like than by wearing what you like and having them be like, "I'm wearing that too." <laughs> <laughs> Which explains why all the Doctor Who's do gather up at Sales Pavilion yeah. on a Saturday afternoon and. Get all the pictures. Yes. Yep. There was one, I, I remember a couple of years ago at New York Comic Con, next to the Doctor Who booth, all of a sudden, like, all these Doctor Who cosplayers were taking pictures, and just everyone who walked along in costume just started joining the group, and there was this giant photo <laughs> that happened on the middle of the floor, just random. I'm <laughs> incredibly curious to see how many um, 11th Doctors we're going to get, considering... Okay, you're going to have to tell me this, because I've actually done a little bit of catching up, because I know that I'm way behind... Mm. How big is Doctor Who at the moment in the U.S.? Is it? It's pretty big. It it's pretty big. It's still pretty big. No, uh, okay. there's actually a new outcropping of people who started to watch it because of Capaldi. That would. Be I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw an interview with him or something like that, and I went, "I like that guy." I've I'm been trying to get her to watch this. it for forever, and all it took yes. was Capaldi. And all it took was Peter Capaldi. Like, all yeah. right, cool. Yeah. On board. I, yeah. in fact, one time because she doesn't have cable and wasn't getting it, I FaceTimed her so she could watch it live with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I propped her up on my like coffee table while I sat there and watched it. Yeah, and we watched True it friendship. That's that's True one friendship. way to watch a television program, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. On FaceTime. Um, Capaldi is is a great 
actor. I saw him. I, I first introduced to him in Robin Hood. Or not Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Three Musketeers. Musketeers. And loved him in that. And I, I would follow. Absolutely. Enjoy watching Doctor Who, despite the seeming drop in script quality yeah. this year. Mm. <laughs> so he's he, he would be the reason to continue watching for me. I just found that it's almost felt like, because um, watching it, I was thinking before Doctor Who was something that the entire family could come around and watch uh, mm-hmm. as a family. And mm-hmm. the, the episodes that I watched, I just thought, there's no eight-year-old that's going to sit there and watch this program because they're going to be bored, senseless, or confused. Uh, so I, I just got... Yeah. Um, I was wondering yeah. how it was working in the US. Um, returning, to the hotel, just, <laughs> <laughs> returning to the hotel... I Returning to the hotel. Okay. Um, this is... Uh, we'll run through a couple of the recommendations. Do keep coming in, uh, bringing them in on the Q&A. Uh, this is from Tristan Stewart. Um, I've stayed at the Western on Broadway, uh, not the gas lamp. Uh, it's nice, it's a 10-minute walk, and it's a good area. So thank you very much indeed for that recommendation. That's uh, important. I'm just going to say, also, also let us know if you've watched any, or if you've been to any hotels that you wouldn't recommend. Okay, let's see if we can also get those Those are the fun way. stories. Oh, yes. So, the hotel in New York City. <laughs> so there, there Don't was stay there. There was this cockroach the size of a stew. And it it was so friendly, I decided not to kick it out of the room. Yeah, that kind of story. It became my roommate. His name was Bill. We're going to roommate next year. Um, (laughs) Me me and the rat. No, no. Um, Let's see if we've got uh, further down. Um, This is Ian O'Hara. I don't go in for the hotels that uh, that much, but I do try and uh, go with the condos with my friends. It's awesome. Uh, We actually have had someone who turned around and has asked me, uh, which sites would you recommend uh, to find condos? Um, This is where I'm going to have to admit that the condo was actually found by my con con buddy. So I'm not too, (laughs) I don't know where they found it. So. We use Airbnb for our, yeah, for our, yeah, for our apartment. And we had pretty good luck. The only problem that we had was we booked it a year in advance because we made the decision that we uh, wanted not, it. Not last New York Comic Con, but the year before that we were just going to do it and we were going to do all four days. We were going to stay an extra day and give ourselves a night to recover and then leave on Monday and all this. So we found it a year in advance and about six months before we got an email from them telling us that they sold the building. Whoa. And that they were going to give <laughs> yeah. us another apartment at a 10% discount in a nicer building. And yeah. it was wonderful. It was so great. it was a really good experience. They were very good. I would look for ones where they own multiple properties because then you know that they're in it as like a business. Sure. And it's not just some Joe Schmo who is renting their apartment. But on Airbnb, there are a lot of people who are like, you can rent my apartment for this. For like example, in Philadelphia, the Pope is coming into town this summer and everyone is on Airbnb giving their apartments up and they're going to go stay with their family in the suburbs so that they can make a little money while everyone's here to stay. Mm-hmm. So that's what a lot of people do during con season in New York anyway. Mm-hmm. They know that they can rent out their apartment. And in San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And just my recommendation for that is just read the reviews. Like the reviewers are going to be honest and they can't, I don't think the people who start the profile on Airbnb can delete the comment. So you can definitely read you know, gen- not genuine so nice. comments on these. There are some not so nice. Yep. <laughs> so you can get a pretty I, I, good read on whether or not the person is trustworthy. 
I always use Airbnb too, um, mm -hmm. but I've heard that there's a couple of other other services that do an equally good job um, of protecting the uh, the person who's doing the renting and the renter, uh, mm -hmm. so that there's no problem with the money. You know, because that's that's the biggest fear uh, is yeah. that you pay out all this money, show up, and not have a place. Yeah. I think, one, I think one fear as well, especially um, if not this far out, certainly a little bit further, is people who, like you say, don't have a whole number of properties, but are just, say, uh, mm -hmm. renting out their one or two um, rooms. Renting out or putting out their uh, property on Airbnb, or BRB, so I get it right, um, and then suddenly looking at, oh, uh, yes, let's book that in the calendar, not a problem at all, um, at which point they then look at the calendar and go, Holy crap, that's San Diego Comic-Con week. Ka-ching, and next thing you know, the price goes up, and it just goes up. I, I have actually heard stories where the, the price has gone up as oh. they've gotten closer, and they've just kind of suddenly been... I haven't <laughs> noticed... I mean, what I do is I put mine, I put it in that I'm booking for San Diego Comic-Con, so they can't back out because they realize that it's San Diego Comic-Con. But I haven't noticed that when I booked apartments in New York for New York Con. Um, it doesn't seem, it seems like there's so much else happening in New York Con. New York Comic Con isn't really as consuming to right. New York as it is to San Diego. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's plenty to do in New York, so people are coming in for all sorts of reasons. Kate, Kate at this point is desperately trying to cover her microphone and yes. it's not working at all. This is where, yeah, they're, do, they're doing the calls. They're doing their uh, call. They're doing the calls on stage. And which is why Kate is also sorry. intent <laughs> listening to what's going on. They were, I, yeah, I'm sorry. They were just calling half hour. I've got about five, ten more minutes and then I've got to run. That's fine. Um, this is Ian O'Hara again. A hotel that I've been to that I will uh, never attend was in New York and was called the Park Savoy. Oh, I got, God. I'd gotten oh, a rash that's on, oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> on my neck. My friend had gotten money stolen out of her luggage and the selfish oh. fell on my foot from loose nails sticking out. It sucked. Oh, I have heard such awful things about that place. I have to admit, go a little further uptown. I am absolutely terrified of hotels in New York, um, which is why I, I'm afraid of little crawly things that I'm going to take home with me. They can um, be in people's apartments too, though. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I but. It, it completely freaks me out, which is why, and I know that, that, that the little bugs happen in the big, nice hotels, too, but I, that's why I, I book a, an apartment on the other side of the river. <laughs> it just, well, it's right across, it's right across the, you know, the, um, the tunnel. So right. it's like a five, you know, ten minute uh, bus ride into Times Square and a ten minute walk. Yeah. So, not I good for yeah, there are there are some really nice hotels though that I I mean when I stay in a hotel in New York it's generally for some big special occasion because I grew up right outside of Manhattan so it's not really a need for me to hotel most of the time but there are some nice ones but there are also some really sketchy scary ones and you have to definitely like read the reviews and see what's happening before you decide to book one. Yeah. 
So can we, Absolutely. shall we, we'll wrap up this so we can cover a little bit of television before Kate has to disappear. Um, any, any tips then for, um, hotels generally? I think for myself, um, I would say, um, don't be too hung up over the downtown and further afield hotels. They have confirmed that they are going to be doing the 24 hour free shuttle service in San Diego for Comic Con this year. I think it is the single most useful thing that Comic Con put on for San Diego Comic Con. It keeps you in with the action, it's free of charge, it's right outside your hotels, and I do think um, it takes away some of that edge of having to stay downtown. Although I do appreciate people needing, especially if they're cosplaying, if they're doing collectibles, to stay in a hotel downtown a little bit closer. Um, Alyssa, uh, any tips that you can throw out? The only thing that I would add is with regards to collectibles, you may want to buddy up if you have a far away hotel like in New York or out in Mission Valley. You may want to buddy up with somebody who has a car close by or in New York who has a VIP pass and can store your collectibles for you. <laughs> if you're a nice people, <laughs> I'm open to slides in the that's all. Okay. Um, well, in regard to in regard to the collectible thing for New York Comic Con, if you've never been to New York Comic Con, they do have a coat check or a bag check right at the front doors. So if you, uh, we've done it where we've had to check out of wherever we are this on Sunday and then gone to con and put our bags in the bag check. It's very safe. It's guarded by about five people and there's a roped off section so no one randomly can get to your bag. If you buy a big collectible and you don't want to leave con, you can absolutely leave it there. It's like three bucks for the day. Mm-hmm. So and there's so that in New York. Comic you never run out of space in that coat check? Cause that's always been my problem. They, they move, yeah, they've got like five different places where they move stuff occasionally. So I, I've never had the problem where they've run out of it because we don't, when we buy stuff, we buy everything on Thursday and then the rest of the weekend we're not shopping. So it's, <laughs> it, we've never had to worry about them running out of space, but maybe they do. Okay. Excellent. Uh, anything from uh, Eileen? Any uh, comments? I mean, I think you just have to do what's going to be most comfortable for you. If you know you're going to need to drop stuff off, maybe staying closer is better. But don't think that you have to stay close to the convention center in order to have a good time. Correct. And not only that, but when you do have downtown hotels, uh, don't forget that uh, that train service uh, servicing um, the uh, coming through San Diego is 24 hours, and you do get trains Waking you up at some god-awful hours, and <laughs> doesn't matter where you are, um, you will know it's there. Um, I think we can wrap it up with uh, this comment from Gary. Uh, there's something about stressing about getting a hotel, paying crazy money for it, and then when you secure the hotel, you end up spending most of your time sleeping out outside anyway. Only at Comic-Con, right? He's absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, before... Before we do lose uh, Kate, then, um, let's cover um, television uh, very quickly. I know Alyssa um, had something that she wanted to talk about. Go for it. Well, I, just briefly, I was I had noted that tonight is the premiere of Last Man on Earth and Battle Creek, which I've heard great reviews on. Yes, it is a cop show, um, but the, the apparently they review they released all 13 episodes to the critics beforehand so the critics got to see all 13 episodes and review all of the whole season first half of the season and loved it um at least that was what i heard on npr um the 
the following returns, Agent of Shield. You're welcome. <laughs> the following. <laughs> The following is tomorrow night. Um, Agent of Shield is the next night. Uh, BBC has got Broadchurch and, broad and the Suits is the following night. And then the Dig wraps it up on Friday on uh, the 5th. So uh, take your pick. Which one do you want to talk about? <laughs> the Dig, their marketing campaign is brilliant. Because... Yes. I spend my weekends watching Law & Order reruns. I know, I know. Because it's something I can put on in the background and not pay a lot of attention to. But what The Dig has been doing is even, like, aside from putting up the little, like, thing in the corner of the TV being, like, The Dig premiering, they've been flashing the symbol in the middle of the scenes of Law & Order. Like, it'll be a Law & Order scene. Everything's going good. All of a sudden, the screen goes black. The symbol flashes up. And then it just goes back to the scene. Like, nothing happened. <laughs> I had no intention of watching the show, but after that, I'm like, well, now I have to. That's brilliant. <laughs> any, any show that will actually hijack another program. Right? Well, wow. it's Law & Order. Who hasn't yeah. seen them 50 times? <laughs> You're not really losing anything. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah I do like that. Intrigued. I do this CIS and, you know, just have it on in the background. What I love about the dig is it's archaeological based, and mm -hmm. that's that's brilliant. I, I love, you know, a little bit of science, a little bit of humanities kind of mixed in with, with your mystery. So mm -hmm. I totally get it. <laughs> the one show that I'm interested in that little list is Last Man on Earth, considering that um, I had never heard of this thing until this week. Really? I, in, it was, in the UK, we've not heard of this thing. But just from hearing what the premise is all about, I'm really curious as to what they're going to do with it. And if right. you're watching this from outside of North America, this is a show that is basically set not so much like um, a, a Twilight Zone kind of setup, but very much like, um, say, 28 Days Later. The Earth is in an apocalyptic kind of wasteland. There's one guy. Uh, he's on his own and will be for the remainder of the show. Um, apparently he sees or hallucinates um, his wife, um, in some scenes later on, but it is all hinged around. Is it Will Forte? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I think any any show where you say, "Hey, listen, how about we just do um a kind of like apocalyptic thing, and it's just one bloke, <laughs> nobody else, it's just you." I mean, that's the kind of thing where where someone would then turn around the meeting and go, "Yeah, well, we can't really do that." <laughs> And they've gone ahead and done it. I'm really curious to see how that show is going to pan out. And yes, of course, Agent, um, Agent Carter wraps up this week. Um, is it this week or was that it last week? It was last week. Last, last week. week. Oh, yeah. that finale broke my heart. Kate's already crying. <laughs> I am. You mentioned it's Agent like I, Carter and tears. Yes, I I love Shield, but so it's a double-edged sword for me that like we have to say goodbye to Peggy Carter, and now we like we're getting Shield back. It's great, but eight episodes was not enough. <laughs> I just I loved it. I thought it was so great. And the finale, the way they they tie a lot of stuff in in the Don't finale. Say and a it, word. I'm Don't not saying anything. No spoilers. I promise. <laughs> but I will tell you that it, it broke my heart about three times. Well, here, like so I said, was, we, were, we, were, we were discussing this before we came on air in the UK. And anyone who's watching this in the US may want to look at their screen in complete shock at this point. We haven't even got a date confirmed for this thing yet. We have even, in the UK, we have not seen a single episode. Um, well, 
you know, unless, of course, it, that you've sourced it from some nefarious means. See, and we, we talked about this on our podcast a, a couple times in the last mm-hmm. eight weeks, is that you, you guys can't even watch it off of the ABC, off of ABC.com. Like, you can't watch it internationally off ABC.com, and there's a bunch of people who would love to, and that would bump up their ratings, and they could see that they have this international contingent who want to watch it, and you can't. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. You can't even get it off of iTunes or anything. It's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I just shake, I just shake my head. I just, I just don't understand what they're doing. Especially if, um, what uh, I suspect they're going to be doing is uh, they've been, they usually run uh, Agents of Shield um, about five, six weeks after they air it in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, at which point, it's the thing about Agent Carter is it's almost like an eight-week flashback. Which then dovetails into agent, uh, agents of Shield. So we're right. just gonna be, we're going to be completely lost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, a couple of uh, comments coming. I don't in know on. if it's going to tie in. But... No, go on. I did. I was just distracted. What was that, Kate? <laughs> I said I don't know if Agent Carter is actually going to tie into Shield specifically. Like they, they kind of tied it in at the beginning of the season this year. But I don't know if it's going to tie into the inhuman thing that's going to be going on with the rest of the season. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to say goodbye to you guys because I got to go run and wig some actors. But thank you so much for uh, having me. And Kate, it's have been a, a great rest of your podcast. Okay. Have Take a good care. Day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I, she, she, I was going to eject her, but no, she's gone already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a wow. She was like a bullet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's go very quickly through a couple of the Q and A comments. I did have a question for Ellen. If if or <laughs> Eileen, <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Um. Well, I saw the E there, and it it, it messes me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So go for it. Go for last it. man on earth. Last man on earth. Yeah. Is that based on the comic? I honestly don't know. I no. All Sorry, right. I'm going to jump in on that. Go That's for it. No. Um, what uh, Last Man there. on Earth is, uh, it shares a title. Uh, yes, there is a the, comic. There is a comic called Why Last, uh, Last Man on right. Earth, which is um, slightly different uh, because that's got very much more of a uh, feminist message and it's it's got, it's a little bit more to it because the the idea of of uh, why the last one on earth um everyone with a y is it yeah everyone with a y chromosome has died yes um, leaving one okay. one guy um uh, left yeah. on the planet i picked it up years ago and i haven't looked at it since um for some reason it just didn't catch my interest and i, I completely forgot what the comic was about so there you go yeah. That's Thank you for clearing that one up. Yes, that's fine. Um, very quickly on the Q&As then, um, we've got uh, Gary Quigley. Don't forget about House of Cards, which only yeah. got put on that- Netflix on Friday. That's how mm-hmm. I've spent most of my weekend. <laughs> I'm not caught up. I, I know. I know it's bad, but... It's a show and a... I, I, I struggle because I remember the original House of Cards, um, mm. and I'm still... Kind of big, a big fan of the original, so no, right. it's something you'll go catch up on. Everyone's just been going nuts about it. <laughs> I have not watched it. My son, my 15-year-old son, has been watching it, and I'm a little scared to watch it. 
because of what he's seeing now, you know, what everybody <laughs> says about it. Um, bad parent that I am. Um, however, it's something that I've got to watch. It sounds like it's a fabulous show. It is. It's, it's a, yeah. Um, we've got a comment from Betsy Wooden. Thank you very much, Janine, for joining us, Betsy, our uh, regular winner of our competitions whenever we run them. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I've got dig dig buttons at Com from Comic-Con last summer, and it said it was coming out this fall, which was 2014, assuming there was some sort of delay. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's safe to say. Um, I've got uh, We've got uh, Angela Copley. I've uh, got my DVR set for The Last Man on Earth. I'm interested in checking it out. I wish I, it wasn't up against the, it's up against The Walking Dead. Yes. 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 Whoa. That's, that's, you know, them trying really hard to get something up against The Walking Dead because even the award shows this year have been uh, failing in ratings because it's up against, like, The Walking Dead and Shameless on HBO. Showtime? Showtime? Showtime is Shameless. Yeah, Nabby for mm -hmm. that crowd, too. So huge no. competition Sunday night. That yeah. interests me because when we first uh, talked about Shameless last year, the, the year before, people were saying that that wasn't really going to, Is that really taken off to the point where it's <laughs> hurting I mean, ratings a, of people? They've got a pretty good following, enough so that the award shows aren't pulling in compared to what's going on on cable. Like, I remember the night of, I think it was the Grammys, my entire feed was Walking Dead and Shameless. And then, like, every so often someone would be like, oh, look who won. And I was like, okay. And the rest, the rest of the feed is, we don't care. Movie yeah, everyone else is just like, did you see what happened with the zombies? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, but enough about the Grammys. Um, <laughs> but, um, you set it, you set it up, I knock it out of the park. That's the way I it love works. it. Love it. Thank you. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's something I'm uh, very interested to see um, on that particular show. I mean, we've got Craig Linders who's saying, I love the original House of Cards, seen it three times, started the US version, version, um, could not quite get into it. We'll try again at a later date. Craig, I think I'm right there with you on that one. So I think I, I mean, it's available on Netflix and it, that's the great thing about um, video on demand. You can just mm -hmm. dive, dive in at this point. Um, Let's see what else we've got here. Um, yeah, we've got uh, Ian O'Hara asking, uh, wondering what the probability of Star Wars being at Comic-Con. The reason why I'm bringing this uh, the question up is because uh, it does say Doctor Who rules. And we have had one or two people asking the odds on Doctor Who showing up at Comic-Con this year. Um, I know that it got mentioned on a couple of other blogs. I know it got, mm -hmm. I think um, Alyssa mentioned it last week. At the end of the day, um, the reason why Comic-Con didn't have Doctor Who last year is because two years ago um, they showed some of the 50th anniversary footage at the Hall H panel. Um, we had Stephen Moffat turn around to the entire audience and saying, don't share this online, everybody. It's just for you. At which point, something like 20 minutes later, it ended up on YouTube and yeah. Stephen Moffat threw his dummy out, basically. Um, he's a Scot and he's a <laughs> And it, I can imagine he will keep um, a bit of a grudge. Nothing like generalizing, is there? <laughs> Not at all. Hey, listen, excuse me, I'm a massive fan of the Scots, as any uh, my, my Scots family members will tell you. Um, any culture that's based on uh, fighting, screwing, and drinking, I'm right up there with you. I love the Scots. I love the Scots. Um, we've got a couple of people, uh, including uh, Jesse 
a good friend of ours, and also Janine saying, still waiting for Hannibal to start. Mm. They are just sat on their hands at this point and rocking backwards and forwards. Um, that's a, uh, something that uh, everyone's looking forward to. Uh, see what other things that people have been talking about. Um, ah, yeah, this is um, something that came or got announced this week. Uh, see if we can have a bit of a, a guess. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. announced that this week, in in, uh, in eight weeks' time, Marvel... Of, oh, hang on a second. Let's get it right. Robert Downey Jr. announced this week that in eight weeks' time, Marvel are going to announce something big. Yep. Any ideas or rumours of what that could be? Well, I'll open that up to everyone else on the Q&A and you guys first. Have you heard about this? I did hear that he was speculating in eight weeks we're going to hear something as to what it is. No idea. <laughs> I feel like it might be some sort of casting news, maybe? Because they did announce all the movies that they're putting out for the next few years. So, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe announcing the lead. and I, I would hope Captain Marvel, because I really want to know who's going to do that. You and I think I, that would I be a big enough announcement. I haven't it's, thought of that. You're absolutely right. It's their first female-led superhero movie, and I think they're going to make a big deal about that announcement. So, you know, it, that would be about time to start picking your lead, right? Coming out sure. and... No, that makes sense. I mean, the other two rumours that were doing the rounds were um, that we would be uh, possibly hearing of the first uh, news of the Spider-Man crossover mm. uh, from Sony. Um, so there was that rumour. But then there's another rumour that did the rounds, and I'm, I could say I'm excited about this one, that possibly that Robert Downey Jr. would be directing a Marvel film. Ooh, that would be interesting. I'd that be would that. be cool. Because I think would that be his first directorial, or did he direct the judge? I can't remember. That's a good question. It's a good. I can't remember if he directed the judge. I know that he was involved in the production. I know he was part. Right. Of it. I can't remember if he directed it as well. But um, yeah, I think uh, we've. <laughs> when we think that it's far enough out that we've got pretty much enough time to work with the stories we've got to hand. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, we're getting more and more stuff gets rolled out so far in, in advance. So, yeah, eight weeks' time. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to work out when that would actually pan out to, uh, well, that'd be ten weeks before Comic-Con. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to work out, I mean, then again, what they want to save for Comic-Con at this point. So uh, He did not direct the judge, by the way. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when I pull out the phone and pull up the IMDb and just double check. That's fine. We, we, we did not, we're not going to lay the blame of the, of the judge on Robert Downey Jr. I've, I've seen it. And, was it that bad? Um, it was average. Okay. It's one of those films where you watch it and went, well, I've watched that. Gotcha. And, yeah. But you didn't walk out going, I want that time in my life back. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, well, it had, uh, um, it had a great cast, so um, right. I, 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 I was happy to spend time in their company, but it was done when it was done. Okay, um, we've got, ah, good question, and from a cosplayer, this would be um, an interesting question. Uh, this is from Janine. Wonder if we will see plenty of Mr. Spock cosplayers this year oh. in memory of Leonard Nimoy. That would be a very fitting tribute uh, yeah. to have, because to have someone live beyond uh, right. their, their, uh, their life 
um, in celebration of the roles that they've uh, they've played. I actually made a comment on Twitter that um, while I fully um, loved Dr. Uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy as Mr. Spock in Star Trek back in the day, I actually spent this weekend watching a number of fringe episodes. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a William I'm a Will, William Bell, Bell fan, so no, it's a good good question. That um, I, would I mean? Do you have any ideas what you guys are going to be cosplaying as this year? Uh, I don't think we have anything on the docket. I mean, Kate's working some things. She's the seamstress here, so she's got that all together. I don't think we're doing anything. I'm not sure how much she's going to be at Philly because she's working, but. Um, for New York, I believe she's working on a couple things. <laughs> and I think for Philly this year, I'm going to be doing uh, my Wonder Woman again just because I love her so much. <laughs> well, this is the year to do it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else we've got commenting on the Q&A. Uh, back to the hotels. Um, we, uh, we stayed at the Wyndham, which is a mile away, and was first stop on the shuttle, but took almost 45 minutes to get to the con, but five minutes to get from the con to the hotel. Yes, I appreciate that the, uh, the 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 bus service does get a little bit clogged up once you start hitting downtown, but that is purely throughout the hours of the, the con during the day. So, okay. Um, also recommending that another service for condo shares is um, VRBO, um, Ribo, yeah, well, yeah, dot com. Uh, I've heard about them too, and I've heard good things about them. I think their fees are a little less. Then Airnib, BMP, I'm not sure. Um, but anything that provides that security and yeah. has a good track record, I, I can't see how you go wrong with it, as long as you read the reviews for the individual people, like you guys were saying earlier. Um, I did want to point out about the um, hotel sale at San Diego is that directly, I think, directly the weekend after the 24th, which is when we think the sale will be, is Emerald City Comic Con. So a number of people are going to be there. So right in the prime time when hotel swapping is going on, I've got a number of my very active forum members <laughs> gone. To so I'm like, oh, we really, really. And then I'm leaving the following week to go um, to WonderCon. So things, it seems like the season heats up pretty quickly right after the hotel sale. So get prepared. Yeah. Are you guys coming, um, Eileen, are you guys coming to um, San, any thoughts about coming to San Diego? At um, any point? We do want to do it in the future. We just haven't been able to figure it out time and money-wise yet. But we actually do what we like to call um, SDCC from NYCC. And what we'll do is we will, um, during the whole San Diego Con, we are tweeting live the panels that are going on. We are putting up links to all the panels for, like, Nerdy HQ and commentary and that kind of stuff. So Uh if you are stuck on the East Coast with us, you can still kind of, like, chat and talk and discuss what's going on. If if you want at any point contact me uh, hit me up at on the forum about if you guys decide you want to go in in sixteen and uh, you try and get it early <laughs> we will get there eventually yes well I mean just like all San Diego people should go to New York Con right all New York Con people should go to San Diego 
because they're in the same class. Right. Uh, Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I mean, we were talking before we went on air that um, uh, they were very proud of, of the fact that uh, New York Comic Con was now selling more tickets than... Uh, <laughs> um, and we were put in our place. Um, no, no. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. We are going to hopefully have a conversation with Brian from Read Pop again at some point between now and uh, New York Comic Con. We would love to get him back on, and he is yeah. interested in doing that. It's just trying to arrange times that we can do that. So, yes, we will try and get uh, Brian on the Hangouts. I, I just uh, was, if I can, just jump in here. <laughs> I think that both cons are at their building's capacity, and yeah. both cons could grow grow to whatever building they were in. So, right. it, you know, if you say, oh, my con's bigger than your con, well, your building's bigger than my building. You know, and we know where the that is. For the record, Kate said that, not me. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we, could, we could go on about men right. and, and comparing things, and, but we won't. We have to find a hand. So cold. It's quiet. <laughs> but there was actually the fir- for the first time this year, uh, New York Comic Con had a um, had a queue to get your tickets, which, which they didn't announce that they were doing that, and it led to some panic on our part <laughs> because I um, I'm working when the tickets go on sale, so normally in between appointments I'll just like hop on buy my tickets and that will be it. And this year there was a queue, so you have me frantically texting between Kate and our other friend Les and being like, okay, who's in? Who can get my ticket? Because I can't sit here. I have to go do another thing. I was like, I have another appointment. I can't be here. And and it was interesting because New York has never done that before. It's always been you sign on, you set up, you buy it like you would buy any other concert ticket. So it was a little bit of a shock for us. Well, I, I, I'd still like to go to New York Comic Con, so I'm going to be keeping my eyes open as well, so. Yeah, uh, it's it's certainly. I mean, it's like Alyssa says. It's just it's now gotten to the point where it is such um, an equal draw, if anything, right. to um, San Diego. And I think when you're talking about clashing with other uh, events for um, hotels and mm-hmm. the other sales and bits and pieces that happen, I think that's just because con culture now is just so big. There is a con happening. Every weekend, it's going to yeah. clash somewhere down the line. Um, speaking of um, sales, we have had a question from Taylor Productions. Hello for watching. Thank you very much indeed. From Sacramento, California. Any news on when Ace Parking Sale will happen? Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> some, some rolling of eyes there from Melissa. Um, now, I do know that Megan, who was going to be joining us on the Hangout today, um, has spotted a tweet from Ace Parking. That yeah. is apparently going to happen sometime in March. Uh, what, what, the tweet, oh, yes. what the tweet said was, oh. hope to update you in mid-March. Oh, okay. Just to be specific here. No, no, um, okay, his- that's, that's fine. Historically, I think the sale has happened in April when right. I am in Japan. Oh. I'm, you know, going to be up at 3 a.m. <laughs> okay. So what you, what, you, what you need to do is pay attention to um, Friends of CCI on the Twitter. Find out when Alyssa is going to be away from her computer. That's when the Ace parking sale is going to happen. Okay. <laughs> And you all hear the story. Find out what her vacation plans are. That's when the sales (laughs) going to take place. Sorry. 
<laughs> nice. Thank no, you. it's probably true. Yeah. So here, here's just to change the topic here. So it looks like it's going to be an expensive week for me at my local comic book store next Wednesday. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you thought about anything, Ellen. You said you go to you're there every Wednesday. I am there every Wednesday. I have I actually have downloaded an app for my phone to keep track of all the comics I'm buying. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gotten that bad and I will call I have um one of my best friends who also does his comic book trip on Wednesdays and we will call each other at the comic book shop and discuss what we're picking up. Yes. <laughs> which variant which uh which ta- which uh variants which what's coming out which variant did you pick this up yet? I didn't get it yet. What is it worth it? <laughs> what do you think about Nameless or the new the new Hawkeye? You have a great series, and now you're putting out another Hawkeye? That was the yeah. one that got me when I was looking at Bill Lewis there, going, really? Yeah. I like that. But nice. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, just warning right. people. <laughs> I'm diving. I'm, I'm dipping my toe back into comic book buying again, because uh, if I do it, and I know that if I do it wrong, I'll just end up spending all of my budget for Comic-Con before I've even gotten on planes. So yeah. I'm <laughs> taking it very steady and very slowly. Um, <laughs> no, uh, there's, uh, I think uh, Alyssa's actually put a post. Uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, let's see, yeah, it seems it might be an expensive week. Do check that out at the top of the Q&A, see what uh, he's uh, having a look at. Um, very quickly then, let's go through... Uh, before we wrap things up, um, Leonard, I was wondering what the probability is of Star Wars being at Comic Con this year. I would really like to shut my friend's face up about it because <laughs> he's going to SDCC for the first time. Yeah, this is where we can just stick our head in our hands and just yeah. The only thing that we've heard is that JJ wants to bring Star Wars to Comic Con, and that's all he's heard. The only thing is, it's down to his um, Marvel, uh, say his Disney Paymasters. Mm-hmm. Just watch this space. That's all you can say. That's all you can cover. Um, Janine, uh, Funko will be at NYCC, which will be a first for them. We are going, I keep, I keep saying it each and every episode. I do apologize. We will try and get Funko on as soon as we possibly can. Likewise with our other guests, uh, we will try and get Kelly Sue DeConnick on as soon as we possibly can. And Babs Tar, as soon as she's off for her holiday, she's very <laughs> excited about joining us. She hopefully will be coming. If you spotted that, by the way, the um, WonderCon cover that she's done for the Fabulous. WonderCon. It's Batgirl. It's glorious. Do check it out. It's on the uh, comic-con.org uh, website. It's gorgeous. Also, do go to thoughtbubblefestival.com to see her um, Hawaiian-themed um uh, cover that she's done for the Thought Bubble Festival that's happening in November in Yorkshire here in the UK. That's right, in Leeds, in Yorkshire, in November, she's done a Hawaiian theme. If, um, anyone, if anyone shows up in Yorkshire during November wearing Hawaiian clothes, we are not going to say what your state of mind is going to be like once you've frozen to death. Okay, so... <laughs> Best of luck to you if you try that. But do check out those covers. We will try and get Babs t- uh, Tar on as soon as we possibly can. Uh, very quickly, let's have a look at anything else. I think we've pretty much uh, covered most of uh, what's been said. Thank you very much indeed for jumping in on the Q&A, everybody. Uh, we'll do all this again next week. And, um, yeah, do 
jump in on the Q&As because uh, we like it when you interact. It's great. Right, I think that's pretty much us under the wire. Nearly an hour and a bit, so I think we can uh, safely wrap things up. Um, if you are going to go on to the early bird sales, do let us know uh, using the hashtag CupOTSDCC how you're going, how uh, rooms are selling out, how things are progressing, and we'll do our best to, uh, between the lot of us, let everyone know how uh, those rooms are still being available for the early bird hotel sale. Right, like to thank once again my guest, um, Alyssa. Um, as always, you can find her on the forum. Um, what can you imagine is going to be the big topics this week? Um, Good, just going to be television, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Television will be of interest. Uh, we're going to be opening up the, um, uh, we're going to be posting the how-to for the, the upcoming hotel sale shortly, today or tomorrow. Uh, Japari is putting that together. Um, I hope we may get some how-tos for the spreadsheet that we're going to be doing this week, too. I may open up the hotel, that whole secondary hotel area up. Also, so we're, we're jumping in full full force with regards to that. Um, so you can join us next week and see a very fried and a very frazzled <laughs> Alyssa on the hangout. I, I uh, will, she's going to be a busy. You're going to be a busy bunny. I will say that WonderCon tickets Saturday are are close. Are if not sold out, have sold are are very close to being sold out. So that show is April, in the first part of April. So spring cons are starting to sell. Um, and if you're going to go to a spring con, buy your tickets now. Yeah. Uh, and you can find me on friendsofcci.com forward slash forum. Thank you. Not a problem at all. And um, I'd like to thank um, debut appearance on the handouts. <laughs> um, uh, well, Eileen, thank you very much indeed for joining us all the way to the end. Well, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, so I'm glad that you've stuck it out other than, you know, than um, that fly by night that joined us earlier. <laughs> that that lightweight, that lightweight that had to yeah. duck out. Good she grief. Just, she just couldn't handle the pressure. It's terrible, isn't it? Um, <laughs> where can where can people find you and Kate online? Uh, you can find us at itsallgeektomeradio.com. That's the blog, which will lo- link you up to our podcast. We're also on Twitter, allgeek2, the number two, me radio. And this week's podcast, we're going to be talking all Agent Carter. I would highly recommend this podcast. I am a massive fan. The last episode um, on The Walking Dead was a great listen. I would heartily recommend uh, checking them out. So there we go. Excellent. And uh, once again, thanks to Kate as well, if you could pass on our regards as well. Will do. (laughs) And yes, you can find me on uh, Twitter at uh, EnglishmanSDCC. You can find me on Google Plus at Google.com slash plus symbol and Englishman in San Diego. And of course, you can check us out on the website and Englishman in San Diego.com. Do join us next Sunday. Hopefully, we will have um, a couple of guests. I'm trying to get some guys from London Super Comic Con, which is in two weeks' time. Hopefully we'll get um, a couple of... Uh, although I have been told that they are a little bit camera shy. <laughs> so hopefully we'll try and convince at least one of them to join us. That would be cool. Just to talk about their plans for what is um, essentially the biggest um, comics-led convention that happens here in the UK. That's happening in two weeks' time. In two weeks' time, it will be a special hangout as I will be broadcasting from London. 
So that should be nice. interesting. This should be cool. Um, I've also just got one last thing to say, and this is a comment from uh, Gary Quigley on the Q&A, who is a uh, Scotsman, and he has, has said that everything I have said about Scotsmen is absolutely true. <laughs> so I'm, I am completely, I am completely covered. I am fine by that. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Hopefully we'll see you next Sunday for another cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. Take care, everyone, and enjoy the rest bye. of your weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye. <laughs>